So possibly watching around comics live on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or Periscope. Twitch. Any? No, Periscope's dead now. It's now just Twitter. Really? Periscope no longer. No. Yeah, they canceled Periscope. <sighs> so now it's just uh, Twitter. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the difference is. Honestly, I haven't. I don't watch any any of this stuff. Any of the social medias. I don't watch. Welcome to Around Comics right. number 389. What's happening, fellas? Hello. Hello. Hola. Hello. Hi. We're talking. Yeah. It's a trade talk. It's a Hit the stinger. This is our trade talk. <laughs> Yay. I love that one. What, what do you one. say? Wait, what do you say at the end of that? This is our trade talk. Ah, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which this is this is this is Sal's trade talk. This was yeah. This was a only a five issue trade. Yeah, volume yeah. one. We were, we read uh, volume one of Ether by Matt Kent Kent and um, David Rubin. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a book that I I actually. Um, read the second volume first and liked it so much i did i I don't know i like i was picking it up in single issues so i wasn't really Mm -hmm. picking paying attention to uh but i really liked it i really love the art and the story's just different and yeah so i'm i'm i was very interested to see what you guys thought because i thought this was something a little strange a little different a little out there a little adam a little adam strange there's a little Adam Adams, strange. yes. A little, yeah. <laughs> Doctor, a little. Uh, what was it? Was it Mister Weird, Captain yeah. Weird, Colonel Weird, Colonel Weird? I'm, yeah. I'm just glad it's not a, a 12 issue Bronze Age sci-fi book. Yes, yes, I know. I, I, at some point, you can let that go, uh, Chris. I, but it's yes, it's five, this five issues. Uh, yeah. So, what did you, uh, what did you guys think of of Ether Volume One? I liked it a lot. Yeah. It, it's one of those, I remember buying the first issue and reading it and saying, oh, I'm going to pick that up in trade. And it's, I'm not going to read, I'm not going to stay with the single issues. I was going to pick it up in trade, which I forgot to do. So you reminded me and I'm glad you did. Well, there you go. Yeah. And I, I'm glad I reminded you. It's, um, it's a real, like, uh, what if Adam Strange was even like kind of more of a fuck up? On Earth, <laughs> yeah, and a bum, yeah, he's and a, a bum. bum, like a homeless well, guy. I mean, he's not a. He's I a mean, bum. he is, but uh, for for what he believes is a good reason. Mm-hmm. It is this interesting. There is this w- weird throw line, you know, with all these characters now. Of like, he's an adventurer, but he's also given up and father. On his, <laughs> yeah, he's an absentee father and a, a bad husband. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, but but. 
you know, isn't that what dreams are made of? Isn't that, isn't that what it takes? <laughs> Everybody I wants mean, it all now. They want perfection out of white men. White men have to be perfect now. Yeah, you have I to be a, a, a scientist, genius scientist, adventurer, and a perfect father and husband. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. Yeah. I, 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 I do think what uh, separates it from perhaps some of those other things is also the fact that... Uh, this dude feels compelled to pretend to be a character when he goes to the other, into the ether, like the whole way that he's sort of like the way he talks and like the, uh, the way he approaches everything seems like a fictional character that he's pretending to be, you know, where it's like all emotion, you know, like emotion is a weakness and like the call, you know, like it's just yeah. a very, yeah, well, it's, he it's, definitely, it's like Adam Strange meets uh, Sherlock Holmes in a lot of ways. Yeah, you know? he definitely looks down upon the denizens of the ether in some ways because they're they're fooled yeah. by magic. They, yeah, they, you know they they believe in magic and he he believes in science, so he sees through the illusions of everything that these yeah. poor wretched creatures don't quite. For those that haven't read the book, just a quick maybe. Recap yeah. is basically it's a, this guy that uh, has been going to this place. He found a way to go to this magical realm sort of in between whatever. It's not really – it's not deeply explained. This is not like a, a heavy world-building kind of book. It's sort of more, um, I don't know, light fantasy kind of. But, it's uh, kind of labyrinth-esque. Yeah. It's kind of that, like a playful fantasy world. And he's a scientist, we think, or at least he claims to be a scientist. He seems pretty bright. Um, and he's been going to this world for like a thousand, you know, he's been going for years, for decades. Um, and he's gone a thousand times, but it, it, but uh, in doing so, he's sort of left behind his his life, you know, his wife and child behind, we find out as the book goes on. But it, it's this magical realm and He's sort of become a detective, even though he claims yeah. he's not a detective. Yeah, uh, he's kind of a just, folk hero. He's almost a folk hero there. Yeah, he yeah. so he solved all sorts of mysteries that are magic based because he uh, is able to sort of look through the magic of things and and figure out the science behind yeah. even the most you know what he keeps talking about is like. Even the most, you know, amazing magical things just boil down to some sort of scientific expl explanation when you are able to sort of, you know, get it down to the granular uh, perspective of it. But it's like, what if Adam Strange, when he went to Ron, everyone on Ron was like pretty, like kind of annoyed by him as well. Like every time he saved him, they're like, okay, like I guess. <laughs> You're being just, an ass. You're, you're being, being an ass the entire time, you know. But like, yeah, like just sort of on the verge of being, like, let's just not let this guy come back anymore. <laughs> but they, but they keep needing him. Yeah, they keep needing him. But yeah, there's definitely that angle on it of like, uh, there's like uh, a way. Everything in the in that universe is kind of like nonsensical in kind of an annoying way like the guy who has the bird that wants to sing at you that like yeah. makes you sick right like it's kind of like it's a twisted dr susian kind of yeah and it's yeah. like things 
you got to ride around like a, inside a snail to get to like the places you're going. There's you know, like, like some James. There's some James Stoko Stokey. Uh, how do you say? You know, if like orc stain ish type creatures and yeah, yeah. But I like definitely I. I got like a. Um, there's a little bit. I think you were right on the mark, Chris, when you were saying like legend. Or you know what I mean? Like it has a what's the uh, the puppeteer? Um, Henson. Yeah, it's got a very Henson. Like a lot of the creatures have a sort of a Henson, but a little bit of a little weirder, a little darker. Yeah. But if you with the, the dark crystal, like, like dark you know, crystal, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's some dark crystal, <laughs> yeah. but it's all played very funny. Like it, none of it seems particularly sinister, other than the one guy that is obviously until yeah, it's, right. it's not. Yeah. Incredibly yeah. obvious villain. Yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> we'll see if he is or not. But so he goes. So anyway, he goes no. to this magical land for like the thousandth time, and something. Uh, the, the mayor of the town wants to see him, and uh, the, because their guardian, the Golden Blaze, has been murdered, and uh, they need him to figure out why. So it's a it's kind of a murder mystery, and then he's paired up with uh, the. The guy that it's a baboon that guards the entrance to the ether, and he only lets well, he seems to let everyone in, but he always asks people questions and stuff. But the, then, in order to get you to the ether, he literally drop, picks drop, you up and kicks you in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny, but he gets yeah, paired up with this giant yeah. baboon creature guy, and uh, who is very cynical and kind of like you said, he you know, he kind of is fed up with this guy and and makes a good foil for him because uh he doesn't put up with his bullshit as much and but at the same time is helping him trying to help him solve this mystery of of who killed the golden blaze um but i liked it a lot i I thought it was fun and i didn't quite look at it as darkly as maybe you did, Tom. I didn't see it that, you know, uh, uh, sardonically, but um, but but I see what you're saying for sure. But there are a lot of weird, a lot of like fun, weird things in it. Mm-hmm. Like the whole world is very strange and odd, and everything in it. You know, there was like the 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 weapon or the bullets that he pulls out of the rug. You know, yeah. in the in the crime scene, it's like they're living these little weird living creatures. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of uh, the bullets scream when you shoot it. You yeah, fire they, them. yeah, they scream when you fire them, and they're yeah. magic bullets. You can only room. get to the ether by basically believing that you're committing suicide, which was weird. yeah. Yeah, that was. There are some dark elements to it, but it's played in almost like almost like a children's book to some degree. You know what I mean? Like this this sort of. I think the language had a lot to do with it. Like you were saying, the way he talks was very like, "Oh, I'm not. You know, I'm from you know Earth. Blah blah blah. You know, all the clues you need are there. You simply need to be able to now like the way he talks is so just like. (laughs) What's the? I was just gonna read. Oh, where where was it? I just had it. He says, "Oh, I'm a scientist. I operate on facts and information. Your magical land has existed in willful ignorance for eons. Yeah. If my quest for answers ruffles feathers, then so be it." <laughs> you know, yeah. just very much a blowhard making friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah always making exactly. friends. You magic idiots! <laughs> you know, like yeah. <laughs> 
can't figure out how anything works. <laughs> well, but are they? Are they? I mean, if if is he right though uh, that that you know they are sort of clouded by the magic of everything and 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 sort of you know uh, they look at things like everything's a big mystery and magic, but he's able to sort of. I mean, he has a legend. Did, did you? Know, you well, I mean, did, you, did every... you get that from anyone else but him though? Did any of the other characters talk about the power of magic as, you know, what Glum is like hailing a taxi cab snail, you know, which well, comes to pick them up? Um, I mean, I think if you, you know, just from the setup of like the mayor needs him to solve this crime because, I mean, you know, it's like they don't understand how it could have happened because, you know, the the Golden Blaze is is the guardian. She's always been the guardian so there's no, nothing, what could possibly kill her is yeah. sort of their attitude. So they need an outsider to come and solve. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I mean. I love that it's a, it's a locked room um, mystery. Mystery, yeah. Well, right. think about think about all the comic stories that are like the inverse of that, where it's like, I'm a magician who understands how the universe works through these rules that you. Right. Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's Every like, Doctor Strange, Strange comic. Yeah, yeah. It's or the, it's like it's I the, understand the, the psychic the and the police procedural, right? Yeah, I understand how the universe works, right? And it's like a flip of that, where it's somebody who's, you know, like it understands. Oh, yeah, like the magic ruins written on the inside of this copper golem is uh, just code. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, you know, yeah, where it's, it's a like complex code. It's like the flipping the thing around, you know, where it's like the, the yeah, like this, this is Dr. Science Dr. Strange. Just like, you idiots can't figure out that you've been cursed by eternity? You know, just where it's like, dumb shits, don't you know? Mm -hmm. This abstract concept is decided to fuck with you well but to be to be uh, like is there ever been anyone of like high intelligent that isn't isn't a pompous ass <laughs> has you ever met anyone in your life that is actually no. really like you know whether it's professors or you know some you know i don't know but they're usually pretty pompous they're they are they are smarter than everyone around yeah. them yeah they, they, they you know <laughs> they are yeah. <laughs> it's like when she when he goes to that universe though it's like he talks like that's it's like a character he's playing he's playing you know doctor he, strange but i think no way i think he but did he not act the same way when he was on earth he did, the the pawn, he did shop, a, he, the pawn shop scene was kind of funny he yeah, did, uh, I told you what this would really do but i think he's right. just fallen into that like yeah, you don't really that's see like him. his thing he does when he like goes there you know like it almost felt like he was sort of under some sort of spell himself in a in a weird way of almost like he's gotten he's gotten so obsessed with this land yeah and when we see as the book goes on we see he he has left his child behind he's left his wife behind because this, yeah. yeah he's addicted to this this ether right. yeah and we you know it's like is he under some sort of spell? Is he under some, you know, in, in, yeah. you know? I don't know if that'll be part of the um, part of the story, part of the mystery, or not. But, uh, but the, I didn't, I didn't necessarily expect that part to come out as it did. Like it slowly start, started to, you know, leak out. And Matt Kent did a really nice job of sort of subtly 
hinting mm-hmm. that there was something wrong back home. This isn't good. This isn't like mm-hmm. a good thing that he keeps going to this place as much as he thinks it is. Uh, um, it wasn't. But and then by the end of it, you're like, oh yeah, this guy's this guy's kind of fucked up. This is not a. This has not been a healthy thing for him. <laughs> no. To to go to the ether and uh, you know because the you know the, the one of the twists in it, of course, is that time. Uh, uh, is different there, right? Like right when you right. spend two days there, it's actually like uh, a month on Earth, right? And like yeah. this idea of like, so he leaves and he's gone for a year and comes back, you know. And but it's he's like, only well, been gone for a week to him. Yeah. But. Well, now I got to go back, you know, like constantly going back. And the idea that he can't eat anything there, right? Like the only yeah. reason he comes back is he's got to eat. He's got to <laughs> eat a lot of calories. <laughs> Yeah, or otherwise he'd never come back. You know, like well, he, he would. Here's an interesting. That was a neat little twist. Yeah, I just thought about like, okay, so he has, you know, he has to to basically kill himself or believe that he's going to kill himself in order to enter the ether. And his wife tells us at one point that he's the only person that's been able to go back more than once. Yeah. So there is something special about him in one way or another where he's able to do this and if you sort of look at it in the adam strange you know adam strange had this the zeta beam right yeah um so it's like what is it about him you know if the book is sort of relaying or you know the message is sort of like this this deconstruction of of the 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 white hero character an adam strange Mm -hmm. or a lawrence of arabia or any of those characters John, john carter you know. Yeah, John Carter, all that stuff. You know, um, what? You know, why is this? Why is he special then? Why does he have something special about him? There is a little <clears throat> visual clue because his wife, who I, I forget her name, when she also crossed, just like the, a man, and <laughs> um, she crossed into the ether, and she first have, right wasn't she? she did before he did yes yeah. Yeah, and was like brutalized. That was awful. Um, but she didn't have that same um, diamond pattern on her forehead that he gets when he's in the ether. Right. But okay, I was a little confused by that actually. Was she from Earth and went to the ether, or was she from the ether and came to Earth? Her grandmother was from the ether. Okay. Or, or her grandmother had been able to cross over to the yeah. ether. We don't know if she's from there, but she had a lot of artifacts from the ether. So, yeah, I was a, I was a little confused at that part. I wasn't quite sure, um, what that you know how that played out exactly. That that was that was a little bit of confusing for me. I'm like, uh, is she a fairy? Is she like is she from the ether? I couldn't. That would be, like, that would be a cool twist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's what it kind of felt like is that she was from there and then came and found him. I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess, I guess we'll find out in volume two at some point. <laughs> um, well, so, I mean, that part of it too is about like the ether is dangerous. It's yeah. Not, you know, like he, his sort of experience of it is like an encyclopedia Brown magical you know where he's solving the case of the missing you know encyclopedia brown reference you know where it's like this is the case of the obsidian oblivion right where he burns down the 
fairy forest or whatever he ended up doing, right? But like to him, his experiences there are all these like this is this case and this is that case. Well, and like it, you kind of get like, the sense yeah. that nothing really bad has happened to him. Yeah. You know, right, right, like right, right. you know, he's whereas, ignoring it. He's he's like clueless about it. He's he's almost in a a, a yeah. Yeah. Cloud Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. This was the case, you know, the Hound of the Baskervilles. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. I he's saw. So I remember when I yeah. figured that out. Or like, yes, of course, he's the bad guy, but we need to be able to, you know, like he's playing some game with the bad <laughs> guy instead of like. It's then you know the story of what happened to his wife, which is you know like it's a dangerous place. You know, like bad it's not things a happen. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's, not, yeah. it's not a fantasy world. It's you know a place where bad things happen. Joe G yeah. has a good point that he brought up. The grandmother was drawn like one of the blaze. She that's he's absolutely right. I do remember that. That there and 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 then he says plus there was all the weapons and stuff in her room. Yeah. So, that, so maybe she was a one of one of the golden blaze because um, it was it's a mantle. It's not a person. It's a mantle. Let me clear. Yeah. They, they yeah. said it's like, Oh, that's right. And his wife did use that sword. She was pretty good with a sword. She was pretty she good was with pretty a good. sword that he brought her. Mm. Uh, she kept it. Well, that's right. He did. He did bring it. He said that, yeah. but and, she, and he's like, "Oh, you hung on to it." And she's like, "Yeah, it comes in handy." Um, but maybe that's yeah. It's it's meant for her. Maybe there. Maybe she's the last golden blaze. Mm-hmm. Ooh, interesting. Whoa. This is getting more complex as we as we dissect it. Um, damn you, Matt Kent. Da- damn you, Matt Kent. Um, what do you guys think about the art? It was awesome. I love it. It's one of those perfect matches for the story where it's like, by the time you're done with it, you can't imagine someone else doing the art for the book. Yeah. That's what uh, attracted me to it originally was the art. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it uses a lot of different styles yet blends Mm -hmm. them all really well together. Mm -hmm. Like you don't ever see like a, or you don't, I didn't at least like notice a, difference or like something stuck like everything worked together really well but if you look closely at like a lot of the art like there's there's some of it is like really like you know cartoony like bone almost and then some of it is mm-hmm. much more detailed and 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 like um the earth scenes and the ether scenes are very different very different yet but mm-hmm. but the art styles don't you know mm-hmm. they complement one another so much i mean even even him, like he, you know, he looks differently than, you know, he's drawn differently than than some Boone. of the other characters. That yeah, Boone. Um, but yeah, the art was really cool, it, it, and I think it lent itself to sort of the, you know, it, it felt like a kids' book or like a Dr. Seuss book or something too because of, of a lot of the art. But um, I thought it worked really well, and there's some really, I think David Rubin does. Like he almost fools you because he, it's so cartoonish, but then he'll throw together like some amazing spread or some amazing like page layout. It's just like, oh, holy shit, this <laughs> how guy much, is. How much time did you guys spend on the double page spread of the map of of the ether? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, like twelve year old Chris was fucking nerding out. It's like, yeah, you know, the Coliseum. It's like, don't go there. You know, it's yeah. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, stuff like that. It's just uh, really awesome all around. Just uh, good stuff. 
Good book. Mm-hmm. Good book. Yeah, I think he was a good match for 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 Kent's storytelling style. I mean, if you're a fan of of mind management or you know a lot of the other stuff that that Matt has drawn and written, there is like that the playfulness of of how he delivers information and, mm-hmm. and this kind of fit his fit his style. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, at, yeah. we're in the golden age of using Adam Strange to tell stories. <laughs> Truly, yeah. There have yeah. never been this many Adam Strange. <laughs> this many stories. takes on Adam Strange. Yeah, this many weird takes on Adam Strange, including just Adam Strange. Right, but, Strange, you know, Strange Adventures itself yeah. is. Yeah, of yeah. like, uh, it's funny to think about a character who's like, I don't know, he's pretty B-list forever. If that, you know, like I'll, I'll still go back and read Planet Heist every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. That. I love that book. But I think it's interesting the last couple of years, just like the number of people that have gravitated towards this idea of like, uh, you know, someone, you know, that idea of like this white savior, whether they're white or not. Right. This idea of like in this other place, I'm a hero here. I am just this dude right and like there's something yeah. that i think is interesting about that. about that isn't that yeah. sort of co- the college experience isn't that basically like you leave your, your hometown <laughs> yeah. and you reinvent yourself reinvent and it's yourself. like here i'm yeah. you know i'm a hacky sack playing you know yeah i'm not back home i was getting the shit i'm not that me. yeah i'm <laughs> different here i'm a hero on the, in this place i'm not yeah, I'm not I mean, a comic dad, here. right? Yeah, I'm not yeah. a comic book nerd here in college. I, I mean, but really, isn't that like sort of like we see that a lot in you know whether it's the internet? Yeah, you know, I mean, look at social media. Is anybody's Instagram a true you know a true representation of you know who they are as a person or what their daily no. life is or oh, what they, you is. know what I mean? Absolutely, <laughs> everybody's. Totally. I'm sure. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and and so it's like all I do is cook and curl. 24 hours a day. <laughs> I wonder, <laughs> but I wonder if it's like, you know, because we're seeing all this, is it, you know, is it sort of like this white man guilt that's coming out of writers like Tom King and Matt Kent, you know, there's, and, and, and now they're going back and reexamining things that, you know, were from their childhood or is it something about, I don't I think, know. I think there's something there's always been something fundamentally strange about Adam Strange, you know, like the idea of this guy who is sort of not is sort of nondescript, like just this dude, right, who finds a way to travel to this other world where he's got a beautiful wife and a child, and he's a hero of a whole planet, and he spends all his fucking time like trying to get to wherever this beam will take him back to that place, right? Like yeah. to, to go do like the life that he wishes he had, right? Like yeah. this is the thing I wish I could have, right? And like, yeah. I think Joe, Joe G mentioned Starlight by Miller, which was kind another, of the same. Yeah, yeah, well, another yeah it goes, like I said, it's Lawrence of Arabia. It's it's John Carter yeah. from Mars. It's you know, it's story after story after story of of that same thing of like going somewhere where you're not known and and being more special than you are. From your hometown like i don't think that yeah. and it's it, it's just this interesting thing I, yeah. i'm trying to like figure out like is it is it is it fundamentally something to do with race as it 
kind of seems on the surface that it's this idea of like the white savior where we've seen over and over and over again mm -hmm. these stories of this you know like i said lawrence of arabia is the one for me that like you know is is a template yeah the, yeah and it's like he goes to this strange land of like uh you know, uh, uh -huh. what do you call it? Uh, um, savages, you know what I mean? And then he's, he's able to sort of through his, you know, intelligence and education and his, you know, he's able to not only, uh, win, you know, whatever battles are being fought, but he also learns about these people and that kind of thing. Um, so it seems like it would be like fundamentally ha having to do with race, <laughs> yeah. but is it any different than, you know, than, anyone sort of going out and searching for a place where they can be someone different you know is that is you know what i mean i don't just because it's been a bunch of white guys yeah. in comics or books or movies so has every other story mm -hmm. you know what i mean so well, i don't know i look at a lot of those like you know even like a thing like ether is more about sort of you know when those stories have usually historically been presented the it, the it's almost as if like you are a you were a great man who couldn't achieve his full potential until he, he went to this place right and it's like sort of a unlocking of something yeah whereas i think like some of this stuff though is in more of a reaction to like you know you know you look at the strange adventure series it's more about like he's like there nothing got unlocked you know like no i understand yeah it's a deconstruction of those stories mm -hmm. so you know you're looking at it yeah. from a different perspective but they tend to always look at it from a negative perspective of like this is a bad thing that the, the what he's doing you know what yeah. he he shouldn't be doing this is sort of the take we've seen other than starlight starlight was not yeah. bad yeah um but but you know well, weird, think, maybe not so much but i but i also think ether it's not necessarily that it's bad for him like it's not like he did is, he hurt the ether like probably not yeah. you know yeah. like it, did, yeah. it, it is he you know like to me that story is more about or at least so far is more right, about right. like he, this is somebody who this it's not good for him i guess you know, or maybe it is, I don't know, you know, like it's obviously had a tremendous consequence to his life because in a certain sense, right. in a lot of those stories, it's like, you know, Adam strange goes to this plant and there is his, there he meets his wife. There he has a kid where in this story, this guy leaves that, right? Like he is compelled by yeah. whatever calling he thinks he has to leave that stuff to, you know, go to the ether right where it's like you know and not to oversimplify but we don't know if it's good or bad for him or whatever his true role is but it seems much more <laughs> wasn't centered good for, wasn't good yeah. for his marriage yeah but yeah it, it seems much more <laughs> centered on like his you know like the consequence for him far more than anything that like you know it's like the the that's where the storybook thing is kind of interesting right because it kind of feels like oh the blaze is dead there'll be another blaze or, you know, like the, con the, the, um, stakes don't seem that high. Right. The way it's like told in that universe is like all these things just kind of seem like they happen. Like it's not, well, it's, it's, 
it's like a fantasy like when he everything in the ether is sort of this fantasy it doesn't really even though the blaze is dead it's 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 almost like we don't really care so much that she's dead we just need you to solve the problem yeah exactly you you know what i mean like it's not it, the, the guardian a, of our universe is gone and and she's the last of her kind well we don't know what happened you know we're, like, yeah we're more concerned with what happened so there's this weird yeah you're right there's this weird thing where like there are no consequences in the ether and i wonder is that you know like i said as the book goes on i wonder if that is more of a reflection of him yeah. And his attitude of it, as opposed to you know, because well, I, I, I mean, there's started... the part where he, you know, he obviously did something bad to the fairy forest, but even that doesn't seem that like you. to him that consequential right. of like right. a thing right. that happened, you know, like <laughs> like uh, he's done all these cases; they're just cases, right? And like yeah. the people there seem annoyed by him, and like, oh, okay, like it's this guy, you know, like and the stakes seem so low. Well, there is there is a fear there is a fear that people from Earth can bring something bad in the way of thoughts to the ether. So that feels like the one. Oh yeah, that's true. Danger that you know that. Well, that's what she fights, right? That's what she fights against. Is or she did? She fought against. But even that, what was what was the example they gave of, of her fighting? I can't it was remember. like a dragon it's type a thing. or I forget how the fuck you say it. But Wyvern, yeah, Wyvern, something yeah. like that. They're in uh, the dragon. Witcher Three. They're a they're a pain in the ass to kill. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It, it just seems so. You know, which is the thing with his wife. You know, going there when she was a kid and being sort of brutalized. So different. You know, is like there were like consequences to her yeah. you know yeah. like yeah. that well, like sure. like kind of what I, go ahead no you i, I well was, I, was, I was so there is the scene where where they look at the map that that he gave to hazel his wife um and there are holes that are that are coming into this map that are just appearing in the map and i think he might be the one that is creating these these unstable portals between Earth and the ether because the last one that that appeared was in New York where he had just come from. So I'm thinking like his jumping through to the ether might be like tearing the weakening the fabric between the two of them. Yeah. So he may be well, and you had the, the golem come through. The copper golem came through at the end. Now was running around destroying things in uh, Toronto or wherever the hell he was. At. <laughs> I can't remember where they were at. It wasn't. It wasn't New York, was it? I thought they said the name of the city, but I can't remember. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. Like I said, there is this weird thing of of uh, not weird, but there is this this you're seeing more and more of these types of stories where it's this ex- re-examination of, of the, the white, white savior hope. tropes and that kind of thing. Um, but, you know, like I said, it's, it's an interesting thing because it, I think, you know, if you took some time, you could look at like a lot of stories that are essentially the same thing in, in the sense that it's about going somewhere and being someone you're not. You know, I mean, that's, you know, just off the top of my head, Harry Potter, is you know, but Harry Potter wasn't a savior. He, you know, he didn't. He, he so the chosen one. Well, yeah, but that was only. Yeah, 
you know, or no, mean, I'm sorry, the one who lived. Yeah, but that wasn't he wasn't chosen. It was cursed, mm -mm. you know, upon him yeah. kind of a thing. So it's a it's a it's another deconstruction of that same thing, you know, the the classic mm -hmm. sort of thing. But yeah. um yeah, interesting stuff for a, for a book that on the surface may not, you know, make you think that it's that deep. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I, it was it was a fun read. On top of you know all of the you know uh, su you know the subtext and uh, you know ways to to look at it, I actually enjoyed it. It was well written. It was a, it was a good read. I will read more. Yeah, I did too. There, and there were <laughs> there were like actual moments in it of, of like humor that I laughed at, mm -hmm. like things that I actually you know laughed at and and stopped and paused on and. Um, it, it made me like really pay attention to the, you know, to what was going on in the world and all the little details that, that they drew in it. And, all, and, and yeah, it was, uh, it was good. And it ended on a cliffhanger. So I definitely want to read the next volume of it, but yeah, uh, I, uh, I checked out the compendium edition or the library edition, whatever from hoopla. And it's, it may be the whole series up to this point. It's like 400 pages. So, oh, okay. I, I didn't even see how many issues it was, but uh, yes. But this one, what we're talking about is the first five issues. Yes, volume one, the mm -hmm. the last of the Golden Blaze or something like that. Last Golden Blaze, something something along those lines. Um, I did think it was funny. I felt like there was a um, a similarity to the villain in this and um the villain in black in uh black hammer the frankenstein whatever the hell dr oh. frankenstein or mm. it, it, he kind of looked a little bit like kind of the and and just there was a there was a scene where he's like sitting on i don't know he's sitting on some sort of creature or whatever and it just reminded me of when that character from black hammer was like in the mechanical remember the weird like mechanical walking yeah. thing mm. Um. Uh. So I, yeah, it, it, it doesn't surprise me that Matt Kent and and Lemire, uh, they probably Lemire. trade. Yeah, they trade <laughs> yeah. character designs. Mm -hmm. yeah. Those guys are probably uh, on Zoom with each other all day. Right. Uh, speaking of weird, the completely off subject. Did you guys happen to see, um. Episode, I think it was episode seven of Doom Patrol this season's, or maybe not. Oh, seven. not yet, not yet. With, I'm not with, uh, with Doom Patrol. Oh my! There is, well, there is the the Legion of Doom is not Legion of Doom. What is the the Doom Patrol's? Oh, uh, the Legion of of Evil. Evil is it Evil? Legion of Evil with the yeah, brain yeah. and uh, Monsieur Mala. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Have, yeah, There's and, Monster but, Mala in this season. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, it yeah. is so far and and then the the main guy uh is a character I don't think I ever even heard Brother, of. Monster, Brotherhood of Monster, Evil. Brotherhood of Yeah, the Brotherhood Monster of Evil. Are Monster Mala and the Brain in love? Or do, or do they have a romantic uh, relationship? No, I, I don't believe so. They didn't because they didn't who, hint to that. Who came up with that, Tom, in the comics? That I don't know if that goes all the way back, but that didn't they actually have like a romantic relationship? Oh yeah, at one point. Then the Morrison stuff, yeah, it was <laughs> pretty apparent. But um, if my by far my favorite Doom Patrol episode, I think, and and that's saying so because I've liked pretty much all of them at this point. Yeah. And but it was, 
it was so good. It was just the aesthetically how they presented the Brotherhood of Evil and and Monsieur Mala and the Brain and, and and the other characters. Something with a G. It's a green guy. Or Garguax. Yes, it's Garguax. And the way they presented is, it was perfect for me. Just the way that they did it, it was hilarious and perfect. And I can't wait for you guys to watch it. I'll get get caught up so we can talk about it on uh, ACTV because Tom said he may be dropping by to talk about uh, all things. At some point, guys. At some point, he's just going to pop in there. I'm just going to pop in there and talk some Doom Patrol. Nice. I think we're going to talk some some Titans and what if. I started watching Foundation uh, this week, the first two episodes of Foundation on Apple. Um, I did too. I watched those. I'm looking forward to hearing what you think of it. I mean, it's very Isaac Asimov, big, Uh, epic space opera kind it of sounds stuff. like a, uh, something i'll fall asleep to <laughs> it i did don't, I did. don't, I don't did. watch it late at night it's yeah. just yeah. the aesthetic yeah. of it and just like that it's just like oh it this is, is like yeah i'm going to just slowly just Wait, fade away <laughs> remember how, you, how we were talking about chris how i'm not i wasn't a big isaac asimov fan yeah this show is the is perfect it, visual yeah. representation yeah. of <laughs> Of why, but I did I did stick through and, and go back and watch both episodes, yeah. and it, it's it's good. It's very good. It's well but done. it is. I don't know if I'm enjoying it. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. It's 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 kind of tough to get through. Really it, fucking deliberate and really yeah. very Asimov. It's yeah, uh, yeah. It's I'm gonna stick with it for a little bit, but yeah, I can. I you're just really wanting something to happen and <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Something, to happen. Nice. something to happen would be yeah. would be good yeah so but i did um um the other one just preview for actv um uh almost caught up with why the last man uh but hulu seeing that i was watching why the last man uh, started suggesting the last man on earth which hello late to the late to the game and that show is fucking hilarious <laughs> i was listening to a podcast today it was uh it was a, like a true crime podcast these two women mm. I, I don't even remember the name of the podcast but uh <laughs> the one woman was like oh i'm watching why the last man and the other one she's like yeah i i didn't uh i i didn't know that it was a, a new show i thought i thought it was the third season of Last Man, Last Man on, on Earth. Earth. Different show. <laughs> Different, Different show. show. Yeah, Different she, show. Didn't, she didn't know. I thought that was funny. That was a funny show. The Last Man yep. on yeah. Earth was. Yeah, I think it's done. I, I just started. I'm two episodes in. But it looks like it went for four seasons. And I'm a big Christian Shaw fan. So I don't know how I missed this one. You got a lot of Christian Shaw in that one. I yeah. she, she cracks my shit up. She's great. Yeah, she's funny. Good stuff. Yeah, there you go. Oh, so anyway, so you can check out ACTV by being a patron of this here production. You can do that by going to www.patreon.com slash around comics and throw a few ducats our way. It helps us keep this thing going. And actually, uh, Sal, you said that we have an email from one of our patrons. We did, and I think I just deleted it. Oh, <laughs> oh no! I can find it though. I 
your 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 Patreon donation uh, goes to the professionalism of AroundComics.com. What the hell we'll happened? Your, we'll delete your emails first. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? I just had it, and then it's gone. Um, well, here I'll just uh, I can pull it up in a different way. Um. So we'll yeah. do do a little uh, around baseball while while Sal's looking for oh, that. Uh, yeah. So so Tom, round you're, uh, you're, are your Brewers gonna are are they gonna slow down that runaway train that is the St. Louis Cardinals tonight? Oh God, the St. St. Louis Cardinals talk. <laughs> Actually, the Sox, the Sox can help me. Tonight. If the Sox beat the Reds, then uh, then the Cardinals clinch their playoff spot. It's gonna be unsatisfying when the Cardinals win like twenty in a row and then lose the wild card, game. and then lose and then lose the one the one plane. You know what? I'm yeah. okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, but you know that's yeah, exactly that's... what's gonna happen. They're gonna win twenty in a row, and then it's gonna they're either gonna lose to the Dodgers or probably beat the Dodgers and then just get fucking smoked by the Braves or something. Yeah. All right. Enough of that. Yep. Jesus, hurry, Sal! Hurry! No more baseball talk. Baseball, (laughs) baseball. All right, yeah, we got a message from Mark Magaha, who is uh, one of our um, premier patrons, Mm -hmm. Uh, and he's he's thanked always at the end credits of the show. But um, he asked, uh, "Hello, I was wondering uh, if you guys had any suggestions for books on the history of comics." I have read Marvel Comics, The Untold Story, and really enjoyed, uh, and was wondering what else may be out there. Thank you for reading my question and all the years of entertainment. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm i trying to think. I've I've read a couple. Well, I've mm-hmm. listened to a couple of audiobooks. Yeah, The Ten Cent um, Plague is pretty good. Ten Cent Plague, yeah, that's a, that's a standard, right? Uh, whatever, uh, what's the, is it Whatever Happened to the Men of Tomorrow? Yep, yeah, that's one. Um, if you're wanting a comic book history of comic books, you can pick up the comic book history of comic history books. of comic books. Yeah, yep. that's a uh, uh, Van Lenty and Ryan Dunleavy. I believe that's correct. Right. I actually have a cookbook that Ryan Dunleavy illustrated. It's good. <laughs> um, it's called Dirt Candy, I think. Um, Dirt Candy. It's called Dirt Candy. I think is the name of the of the cookbook, that and he did all the illustrations. Mean. That doesn't sound appealing. Dirt candy. I, I, what, I, think what, a, I think it's a vegetable. It's a vegetarian cookbook. One I'll toss oh. in there that's not that's not strictly probably a history is that mm-hmm. Grant Morrison book Super Gods, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, uh, the, one of the most Grant Morrison-y things you can read. <laughs> this is just a book about sort of it does cover like the history of comic books but sort of his viewpoint and how they like tap into you know wider culture and it's a pretty easy it's an easy read um because it's pretty funny and he's a good writer so it's like yeah it's well written you know sal wasn't um um oh gosh uh chaken wasn't chaken doing a like pseudo historical, yeah. He, it's going on right now. It's called Hey, hey Kids, hey Kids Comics. Comics, and it's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's based on real stories, but the names have all been changed to save the innocent or protect the guilty. I don't know. Um, yeah, and it's <laughs> but it's a lot of 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 stories and kind of the shittier side of uh, of comics 
Um, certainly, I, I you know he may be uh, yeah. a little jaded. I mean, I think, yeah. I think a, big, Chang- a big a big warning to Mark. Most of these books are about people doing horrible things to other people <laughs> in the name of comics. One I read was pretty good. Was uh, called Slugfest, and it was mm-hmm. sort of the. Um, uh, the fight between Marvel and DC, the ongoing sort of battles between them, that was pretty good. The Marvel Comics um, uh, untold st- story was really good, if I remember correctly. Um, there's there's the one Stan Lee one that came out this year that was a pile of dog shit. Yeah, that was apparently just a... Yeah, that not, was a hatchet job. Great. That was, yeah, <laughs> not good at all. Um I'm trying to think. Of, well, if you want fiction, um, the Michael Chabon book, the Pulitzer Prize winning. Oh, uh, Adventures of uh, Cavalier, Cavalier and Clay. Ca- that'll basically tell you the story to some degree, fictionalized, uh, of um, uh, the guys that created Superman. <laughs> so uh, it's a great book. Yeah. Um, um, uh, Mysterious Travelers, Steve Ditko, and the Search for a New Liberal Identity. Oh, by, that's uh, that Zach one, Zach Krusey. Krusey guy. That Zach Krusey guy. Doctor, double doctor, Zach. Double, double doctor, doctor, Zach. Yeah. Guy's got two doctorates now. I don't know what the hell he's been he's been up to. Yeah, they're smart people, man. Double yeah, doctor. See? He's probably a pompous jerk, white guy, smarter than everybody in the room. I mean, I, um, uh, is there a doctor <laughs> on this plane? <laughs> I'm a double doctor, but I can only help oh, you with Steve Ditko questions. Here, I'll be back. There's one I can't remember the name of it. It's in the living room. I'll be right back. He'll be right back. I don't know if I have. I've I've read a, a few more, but nothing that I can remember. Uh, oh well, the Alex. I mean, if you want, like on a specific creator, the Alex Toth books are really good, but they're really hard to get. Um, Shit, something has gone wrong with my computer where I can't click on anything. Oh, I'm, God. Yeah, I'm just, like, stuck. I can't actually... Oh, Lord. Yeah, click on anything. So I'm not going to be able to... I don't know if I can turn off the show ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Uh, I, I have some weird thing going on with my computer that I can't click on anything right now. So. Oh, are we, we're still going, though? We're still going. I oh, can't okay. stop it. Well, there's uh, Reading Comics uh, by Doug Walk. Um, read that. Oh, my gosh. What is this? There's all sorts of papers in here and stuff. Uh-oh. You got hidden things. Hidden things in there. Oh, there's like old my show notes told around comics episodes. I must oh, have interviewed him at one point. Oh, God. <laughs> what is oh, this? Lord. Any idea yeah. how to... Um, uh, Cursor stuck on my Mac. <laughs> Any idea how to uh, unstick a cursor on a Mac? Uh, uh, is it a... Uh, no, I don't. Or you're going to have to go into terminal. This is going to be a weird ending, folks. Yeah, it's... Uh, restart your Mac. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do here. I can't actually, like, um, do anything. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't turn. I can't turn anything off. Oh, there we go. I got. I fixed it. Uh, oh, yeah. Woo. 
Man, oh man, that was, that was scaring the crap out of me for a second. Oh, oh I know there. what this. These are oh, these oh. are old these are old uh, show notes and questions for whenever I interviewed uh, Denny O'Neill, and I have no idea why they're in this book. Oh, interesting! Was, Look at that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, How about that? Do you, do you remember when you worked on Batman? <laughs> <laughs> what were some of the questions I asked old Could Denny, you tell Denny me? O'Neill? Batman, uh, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting, right? Batman. Uh, True Believer, The Rise and Fall of Stan Lee um, was, I think that was the one that was a pile of dog shit book. Excelsior! Excelsior! That book lied all about me. Um, If you want to, if you want to, I don't know, beat someone to death with a, uh, with a giant tome, those Tashin seventy-five anniversary books, the yeah. history of Marvel and the history of DC. I mean, those things are as big as suitcases, but they're really. Can you even really, get those things anymore? I doubt it, but yeah, I've got both of them. But I, yeah. I look at them like once a year. I've got to like pull them down and take them out of their protective boxes. Go, go to a comic book convention and just. <laughs> Ask, ask any ask creators to just tell you the story of comics. The older the better. <laughs> start, start then, with, yeah, all this creator first. And then the just first. start a podcast. Just record them yeah. answering you and then just start a podcast and you'll you'll know as much. What's as the you worst do. thing that happened to you in comics? The podcast. <laughs> and the older they are, the worse those stories the will worse be. it'll be. Men of Tomorrow. Yeah, that was uh that was a good one. Um there's a yeah that got that got into some of the sausage making. Yeah, uh, there's an interesting one called um, the Secret History of Wonder Woman, which is all about the Marston. weird. It's more yeah, that's all about Marston. Yeah, um, he that guy was a freak. The molten. Yeah, he was that a guy. Good, that guy a was freak. a certified freak in it. <laughs> Actually, I think Marvel yeah. Comics: The Untold Story. That's the one that's, I don't know. There's the one, one that's, that's the really hatchet job. There's yeah. probably a couple of hatchet jobs on. on yeah, CNN. true enough. So maybe whatever. They're all, maybe they're all right. Yeah. Um, the Great Comic Book Heroes by Jules Pfeiffer. Um, that's that was. Yeah. There was a Kirby. There was a Kirby um, biography, right? <sighs> It's like King of Comics or something like that. So yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. There's tons of stuff. Tencent yeah. Plague is definitely one like that tells you all about the um the fifties and the scare and sort of yeah, the whole could, yeah. burning the Bill, comics and that kind of thing. Yeah, the the Bill Gaines stuff of the seduction of the innocent. Um yeah, what else? I don't know. <laughs> Joe Gluzik said Marston made it to the ether once uh that guy <laughs> yeah so there you go um yeah thanks for the email we like those absolutely good conversation yeah. and thanks for being a patron as well absolutely is it yeah. yeah so uh so you got all that information on on patreon how to do that uh we got ACTV. uh check out the uh k billy super sounds uh, Sal and Will Pfeiffer and I talked about uh, Pulp Fiction this last week. Mm-hmm. Hey, it had fun. It was it was a fun talk. 
I was very proud of my editing job on on it. Since <laughs> we went we went about three hours and oh my God. I cut it down to a, a tight two forty nine. Oh, <laughs> we had man. we had about a twenty five minute Godfather. It wasn't ramp. that long. It wasn't. It was that a. Long. There, I was just. I was like, why are we talking about? We've been talking about the Godfather for we, a long time. We were talking about the Godfather for a little while. Yeah. I do have those clips. I'm gonna release them as extras. Those would be extras. Yeah, there was a there was a section we talked about the Godfather. There was a section we talked about reservation dogs, and then there was another section that I cut out too. So I cut out like three sections that yeah weren't really. Yeah. Let's call it uh, yeah, K Billy non sequiturs. Yeah, something. something. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, we get talking, you get to talking, and just it keeps going. Yep, it was fun stuff. All right, so yeah, ACTV, check out uh, Billy Super Sounds. Uh, Tom's been throwing out some Tom verses. Sal is doing all of the big geek show stuff, and yeah, all sorts of all sorts of fun stuff here. More around comics that you could choke on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got it. You guys got anything else? Uh, don't we need to pick the next book? Oh, oh shit! Yeah, that's uh, right. Tom. It's Tom. Yeah. Well- we're doing the old geezers. The old geezers? What the, the hell old is that? Geezers. I don't even know what that is. It's a French comic book. Oh, Jesus. We've gotten that that far off base here. We're doing French comic books. It's good. What's wrong with American comics, Tom? God damn it. <laughs> it's uh it's available on Hoopla, volume one, for all you Perfect. library all you library nerds out there. Is it uh, uh, is it Jacques Tardy? No, it is not. Obvious. <laughs> no, it is not. There are other no. French. Those are, those are the only other French. F- only French yeah. creators I know. Who did? Uh, yeah, Adele Blancsec. That was Tardy's shock. Uh, Tardy. Is this uh, in French? Do I have to no. learn French? <laughs> no, it's in English. It's uh, uh, it's about three old guys. Are they sounds, geezers? Sounds geezers. like us so far. Yeah. Be they, they've got better memories than we do. They <laughs> don't get confused over names, but uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. I liked it. I've read it. It's good. I think you guys will enjoy it. The art is gorgeous in it. It's pretty funny and poignant at times. Sweet. So, we so should... we'll be uh, we'll be reading that. Uh, and going over that probably what three four weeks or so we're trying to do these at least once a month Get how a many pages how, how many pages is this book it sounds like it could be a oh i don't know like 150 or something oh. okay. yeah it's not That's a, right. all right yeah it's we'll not a de- it's month. not a dense month. it's not a dense read you okay you know, yeah we'll do it in october around halloween ish yeah Ooh. i would say yeah the last week of October. We've been so good I, the last two yeah. months. We've been on time. We've had a book every month for two months straight. Nice. So I'll start yeah. thinking maybe I'm going to do maybe a horror book for around Halloween. I'll get all my Halloween sound effects ready. Yeah. Or maybe I'll go like the other direction. I'll pick up a Christmas book. Because you know everything, everything Christmas starts before fucking Halloween now, anyway. So I was surprised how many people in my neighborhood already have like for two weeks have had, and it's been eighty degrees, and there's Halloween decorations everywhere. We put up, 
we put up Halloween decorations because my daughter demanded that we do it. She's obsessed with Halloween. You've raised her right. We put up the you know the big web. We got ourselves uh, multiple giant spiders. Nice. Yeah, we had some we had some giant skeletons go up in the neighborhood this week. Have you seen those like twenty foot? Oh yeah, the Home Depot ones. It's like, yeah. What do you do with that the rest of the year? Like, there's one guy that leaves his up and he puts like a Santa hat on it. He leaves yeah, it up all year, awesome. all year, all round. year. But yeah, all year round, yeah. he keeps it up. I'm yeah, sure village we're, we're dresses it differently. Yeah, he just dresses puts, it like, for different. Yeah, puts an Uncle Sam hat yeah, on for I mean, Fourth of July. But those things are huge. That? They're gigantic. Like, yeah, they're, they're enormous. They're so cool, but. Like where where do you put that thing? I would have nowhere to store it. Like how am I storing a fucking twenty foot skeleton? I, I mean, I already have a coffin in my garage. I can't. I don't have space for a twenty foot coffin. Yeah, or, or you gotta foot. pick. You gotta pick a lane. You can't have. Okay. <laughs> We're going vampires or skeletons here, folks. That's right. The other. Yeah, you can't go both. You can't have a ske- giant skeleton <laughs> and a coffin. That's right. Got to make a choice. Got to make a decision. Tough decisions. Yeah. Hard decisions when Halloween comes around. That's yeah. why it makes I, life, I, you know? Yeah. You should, you should go back and find the uh, Around Comics Players Present uh, EC Comics. <laughs> oh, God. The audio drama from it's, back in the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. We did. Did we do EC Comics? It was an EC comic, yeah. it was. I, th- a, I know we did yeah. the Christmas special. I don't remember the we did, we did an EC we did an EC Comics one. They were we had, comics we players. Also, yeah, I, I don't know how had... I convinced you people to all do that. <laughs> I was like, hey guys, let's I... do a radio drama. <laughs> I think Norton had a role in that. We had oh, yeah. you know Seely may have had a yeah, because we picked one that had like like six people. You know, Suntress is probably <laughs> yeah. one of female voices. Um yeah, yeah. fun stuff. Fun stuff. That's kind of fun. fun stuff. Yeah. Long before. All right. Long before all these professional, uh, you know, s- failed comedy sketch writers were doing radio dramas on podcasts and calling it podcasting, God damn it. Yeah. Way ahead of the curve. All right. Well, um, good evening, folks. It was great to talk with you. And um, yeah, are we good? I think I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening and uh, watching. Yeah. All that Watch stuff him. for uh for the folks on the uh, the comment thread. We always like seeing uh, seeing those and hearing you chime in. So uh, appreciate it. Uh, all the Patreon stuff we mentioned that. If you want to contact the show, you can do so by emailing us at infoaroundcomics.com and check out the Facebook groups and all that stuff. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday around eight o'clock Central Standard Time. In the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in. Head around, around. Comics. Comics.